Yes, Hare Krishna. Thank you all the devotees for coming from the temple. You have much better classes in there than here, but we will try our best. Anyway, uh, so Prabhupada, okay. so nice to hear about Prabhupada, right? So Srila Prabhupada was very kind and loving. So if you feel that devotees aren't kind and loving to you, you should know that Prabhupada is kind and loving to you, to everyone. He's merciful. He's so kind. He would, I had come six weeks, I tried four weeks to get initiated, but as I crossed, I was in Montreal. That's twice that poor guitar. <laughs> I knocked it down first, but it's so strong, it's surviving. It's like us, we're surviving, right? For a while. So Prabhupada was so kind, so merciful, and he would reciprocate with each devotee according to their nature. So it was really loving. If you needed love, he would give you love. If you needed some straight Krishna consciousness, you would get that. <laughs> Whatever you needed. Sometimes I needed both, but I, I sort of like the nectarian Prabhupada better. That's the one that I'm presenting tonight. No, everything. everything. So Srila Prabhupada, he saw that I was enthusiastic and I didn't get along so well with the president of the temple, although I love him very much, Hansaduta Prabhu and his wife Himavati. So they were my first temple president and we were all after about a week, I decided, wow, I don't know about this Krishna consciousness that it happened. It happens to everyone. You feel like, hmm, what did I do? I shave my head. I left my hair, my nice long hair, you know. And now I have no hair. I don't know what I have. So Ishan Das told me, he said, well, Prabhupada has given you life and given us life. And you can go if you like, but Prabhupada is so merciful and so kind that he'll take care of you, don't worry. He would take care of all the devotees. How he did it, I have no idea. But he would take care of each and every devotee, and every family, every child. There were no strangers to Prabhupada. All Krishna's servants, he saw everyone is part of Krishna. And he, oh, I left Montreal and he invited Hansaduta and Hansaduta said, you're coming with me? And Himavati put me in the van and we drove across Canada and came down through Seattle, Vancouver. There was a couple of devotees in Seattle. And finally we came for Rathiatra 69. Some of you weren't born. So it's going to be 50 years, um, I guess, next month. And 50 years and two months that I was initiated. But it doesn't matter. You can be five hours and 50 days. Whatever you feel in your heart is good. It doesn't matter the 50 years. Or, I've had my ups and downs. 
as a devotee up and down. But Prabhupada never got upset about anything. He would always like, he's constantly serving love, with loving Krishna, with humility, with kindness. And he would always call us and say, how are you feeling? You're feeling all right? Yeah, Prabhupada, could feel a little better. But don't worry, we'll help. So Prabhupada was always there for all of us. And I want you to understand that Prabhupada is there for you too. It's not just me. No, I had much association. And today there are gurus that you can take, and that's nice. Um, but Prabhupada is the founder, Acharya. And if you go to the temple, he's sitting there. And, you know, we don't have much time. Most of us are in our 70s, some are in our 80s. We're on the way out. But Prabhupada is always with us. And Prabhupada always wants, wishes the best for all of us and our family and our mother and father. Just like one lady, she came and Prabhupada said, well, you know, we need a little donation. She said, I've given you two sons, what else do you want? This was in New York. So he said, okay, I have to be satisfied with that. He says, how much do you need? <laughs> whatever you can give because at the beginning there wasn't much money so that was the Sharf brothers Brahmananda and Gargamuni one lives still in Vrindava Gargamuni Prabhu uh, always close to me very nice, sweet at the beginning all the devotees were Jewish well mostly and Prabhupada said I'm the Jewish Swami <laughs> Of course, he was for everyone, but he he wanted to be on everyone's good side, and he was always desperately trying to make sure everyone was happy in Krishna consciousness, and so make sure they're eating enough prasadam, first of all. So he one time he asked all the devotees, what makes you, and everyone said, well, it's the philosophy, others said the chanting, Prabhupada said, you're all lying. It's the prasadam. <laughs> so he had a wonderful sense of humor, but he was telling it the way it was, you know, prasadam. Nice food offered to Krishna. That's what keeps us going. Today there's veganism, and I'm pretty much a vegan. Um, we offer to Krishna those things. There's no harm veganism even, but it's up to everyone what they want to do. We don't want the, the cows to be mistreated, that's one thing. And if we can get pure cow's milk, we'll take it. But we, we live that way, you know, it's better, safer, because all these people are putting so many chemicals and the cow gives milk for a little while and then they slaughter them. So we're not in favor of that. We're in favor of life and the life that Krishna gives them, that's the life that they should lead. So everyone should live a full life, animals, humans, everyone, not a partial life. We don't feel happy like that. And we don't. So giving our life and love to every living entity is to be Krishna conscious because Krishna says, I love everyone. 
everyone doesn't love Krishna. Krishna says, it's okay. What can we do? We just give our love anyway. And we give chanting, we give prasadam. So maybe I'll take you to a couple of stories. So we were uh, from, I arrived in San Francisco and all the great devotees from Los Angeles. Oh, Tamala Krishna, Vishnu Jan, Akaranda, Stoka Krishna, I mean, many, many devotees. I remember so many devotees like that. From one temple, 50, 60 devotees. We never saw like that. A temple maybe had 15, 20 devotees. But Tamala Krishna brought so many devotees. And they all were very loving and nice. And we met with Upper Madhavisa and Jayananda in San Francisco. So it was all beautiful. And then we had a great Rathiatra. Beautiful chanting everywhere, all over Golden Gate Park, and thousands of people chanting. It was really wonderful. Then I became the president of San Francisco because the, the devotee was going to Australia, Malavisa Prabhu, and he said, you'll be the president here. And I stayed a little time, but I said, I want to go to Mexico, Latino. You know, I was born Latino, Puerto Rican and Cuban. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican back there. So, but I love, we love everyone. We don't just love Puerto Ricans, we don't love just Cubans, Mexicans, we love, our love is beyond boundaries. And Prabhu is also Puerto Rican, so when I come here, I, I never see Puerto Rican devotees anywhere. <laughs> so it's like, wow, what is this? Um, so Prabhupada, I asked Prabhupada, can I go to Mexico City? I saw, I was in Los Angeles, I was distributing some magazines and, you know, the official businessman said, get out of the way, get a job, get out of the way. <laughs> and I thought, and then I went to the bus stop where some of them are getting off, the Mexicans. And I said, I have a magazine. I was expecting to say, get out of the way. They said, no, go back. They took what little change they had and they gave me. I said, I want to go to that country. I want to go. You know, everyone is different. Some went to England, some went to Australia, some went to Russia. Our movement is very strong in Russia. You know, I don't even realize how strong it is because my wife and I, we live in San Benito, Texas, and the closest temple is five hours away. But we're happy. You know, you don't have to be part of a temple. You can be part of a temple. But you can execute Krishna consciousness in your own way, in your own little way, you know, in your own home, in your own place, wherever you may be. And that's beautiful. So, <laughs> I was feeling, ah, I want to go to Mexico. And so I wrote to Prabhupada, and Prabhupada said, yes. That's a wonderful idea. We have no temple in Latin America. So I thought, oh, boy, be the first one. All the pride. Uh, welcome. <laughs> All the pride of like, oh, yes. And believe me, you know, when we were young, we were more like, 
we're anxious to to start the movement and to so I went to Mexico and Prabhupada wrote a beautiful letter saying that when you go to Mexico it's a beautiful place and when I get there I will go there just go there and open the temple so one year one day later who came walking through the door Srila Prabhupada of course I wasn't there I was running up and down to the airport and back I was off by an hour LA uh, two hours or something. I was a big mess. I didn't know where I was coming or going, forgive me. But anyway, then I saw like what I could catch was Prabhupada in the distance walking in the temple and his dhoti just like, you know, his in the breeze like ran up and caught up and he had already sat down in the temple. And he gave all the credit to my first wife. <laughs> I'm going, huh. yes, yes, she has wanted this and now it's become true. You know, she just came, you know, she hasn't been here. And I was thinking, I want some credit. <laughs> I want some to be recognized by Prabhupada. So I put my head down a little bit. I said, but, but. He says, yes. He has given her a beautiful husband, nice husband, who has come to open this temple in Mexico. <laughs> so I felt very happy, very peaceful. And so uh, Prabhupada said, this is a transcendental atmosphere. I said, yeah, because you're here. And I said, no, no. He says, you created a nice place here. So we have a nice temple in Mexico, same temple. And it's gone through ups and downs as far as politics and presidents. And it seems the more we want to uh, become important or be a leader or something, the more we become involved in undue politics and problems. If our desire is only to serve, then we can serve and be happy. But I wanted to have, be something, you know. So we have to do something. And whatever the cost may be, and sometimes Prabhupada would say things, you know, like he was very happy to come there to Mexico. He saw all the devotees and a beautiful temple. We worked hard to make it happen. But Krishna was doing everything. And so it all came together for that day. And that day he gave lecture kirtan, lecture kirtan, then he went to the masons, we had lecture kirtan. And then around 10 o'clock at night, I was up in his room and a few devotees were there and I said, Srila Prabhupada, there's a, a nice TV program. He said, TV? His eyes open. I said, oh. He says, yes. He says, you know, many people how many? The whole country. Hakovlus Avludovsky. Nice Jewish. He's the MC of that program. Uh, and that program was very famous. Everybody watched that. It was like 
you know, if you could had an hour for the day to watch, you'd watch that program. It was a great announcer. He was given all kinds of recognition all over the world for his uh, MC work. So I had been on a show after two days in Mexico. And I said, when my master comes, will you please receive it? He said, yes, I will receive it. So Prabhupada before, he said, so how many people sing? Millions of people. He said, then we must go. We'll sleep tomorrow. Sleep tomorrow. No, we'll sleep tomorrow. Prabhupada never slept. <laughs> Prabhupada would sleep for two or three hours, and that was a long time for him. Uh, yeah, too much. Thank you, Prabhupada. Yes. So, Prabhupada went to that show. He spoke. He was asked a few questions by Hakovil Sandovsky. And I went to thank Hakobo, Pero Hakobo. Hakobo was not in any condition to say anything to me. His head was, he was actually crying. What is that noise? <laughs> peacock. <laughs> We've mentioned Prabhupada, so the peacock. <laughs> Okay. There's two, two uh, lovers there. The person first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, as soon as I mentioned Prabhupada in Mexico, and he's going on his program, and is so kind, so merciful, and such a beautiful. He was Jewish background, but he was so kind and so loving. And I went to thank him for presenting Prabhupada, but. <laughs> He was in no condition to respond to me. And I said, thank you, Hakobo. He goes, turn around this way. That's the feeling he got from Prabhupada. He interviewed thousands of people, but there's something there special. And we, you know, it was me, Prabhupada, and him, Hakobo, because I was on the show first. And I begged that he received Prabhupada. So Prabhupada was on the show, it was beautiful. People writing and people calling. and It was just amazing. What the impact. That was the first night. My goodness. This was going on for six nights. Every day, night, day. Finally we went to Cuernavaca, about an hour from Mexico City. And we had a program there. And then after that, the first books came out. I hired Prabhu, brought the first books to Prabhupada, and everyone in the audience came up and said, you want the book? And would he sign it for us? And he signed every book, every little booklet. So he's very kind. What can I say? Devotees should be so merciful and so kind. When you meet Prabhupada, you say, gosh, what are you? So as you meet us, you may see a little glimmer of what the beauty of such a person was or what or is because we live with him today he's always with us he's never leaving us so thank you Srila Prabhupada for being who you are and, and giving the love you gave to everyone and the kindness you gave to everyone thank you Haribo
Thank you. Thank you to all of you. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments, please ask or say what you'd like to say if you want to say something. Don't, don't be, yes. Um, so this is my first time here. Wow. This is your last time here, is that what you said? <laughs> well, uh, I've been here only a few times. Oh, okay. I came, this is my second time coming this year. Oh, okay. And I was here last year. Oh, gotcha. So pretty much. Uh, so there's different people that come through every Thursday? Yeah, every Thursday. Okay. Right? Probably. Yeah. I've always been. These are the coordinators of the... Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. So, so far we're lucky. Everyone who left came back. <laughs> it feels good. It feels nice. Thank you for... So, what were you... Yeah. I was just curious about that. Yeah. I know how the whole thing works. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. And the devotees here are are dedicated to helping you in your spiritual life and you know in a very personal way <clears throat> devote different devotees are here so they can you you feel comfortable with right yeah this was a great first experience because i just started uh, uh kind of i was in california and this guy was on the portal like, giving away free books <laughs> i just went up and grabbed a couple and like learned about how to krishna okay and it just started um Chanting it to constant chanting beads and ended up here. And uh, you know, that's you. And I just read the, the second book was about uh, the devotee that, that you've been talking about. I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's so cool that you know him and that you had all these stories about how he came to the West and brought uh, this, this, this Hare Krishna book into the West. And I feel like I wouldn't know anything about it without him and uh you know how he like influenced some of the Beatles and John Lennon and stuff yeah. like that. Uh I made it huge. So, uh, so thank you for oh you're welcome. You yeah he was like you about to catch him and he would be in London with John Lennon and George Harrison and then yeah. shooting to India. So it was but the little time that I spent with him was really wonderful. And it was just like beautiful being with a person like that, you know, so didn't want anything from anyone. Except he wanted some money from Gargamuni and Ramananda's mother. Because <laughs> 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 he was wanted to do some service for Krishna, so he figured if he could get some money from them. But she, I've given you two sons, now don't ask me for money. So he was smiling. He says, you're right. So that was at the very beginning. And then, you know, we were suffering like at the beginning. It was like, wow, every penny was like precious. Yeah. And after a while, it got more popular. It started to grow. And, and uh, money appears everywhere. Now everywhere, right? I mean, it's a, look at this temple, right? It's amazing. Uh, it's just a block long and it's full of nice things, you know, beautiful place for the birds and the place for us and, you know, there's everything. So it's real nice, beautiful temple, which I haven't seen yet. I'll see you on Saturday morning. I'm going to come on Saturday morning. Mataji told me, she said, yeah, come this Saturday. So this will be my last time for now.
but thanks to these brothers of mine, they they brought me here and they're always encouraging me to come and I was thinking, well, today I don't feel so good, you know. I said, ah, I said, let's go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm under the impression that you were selling incense like crazy in Mexico to open the temple. Were you doing anything else? What? How did you open the temple? What was? How did you come Well, we did harina. Mm -hmm. uh, we distributed the little magazines we had. And we sold incense on the street, a peso a stick. So we 10,000 pesos for 10,000 sticks. And people would make lines because there was never any stick incense in Latin America. There were little cones from Woolworth. But sticks nobody had ever seen. So we would dip a few and, um, you know, we'd have strawberry, beautiful red, and different colors of. And everyone make line. It was like a half a block long and then a block long, just to come for five sticks, two sticks. So everybody had a peso. Oh, we would have to carry those pesos back to the temple. <laughs> so after one year and a half, I went to Venezuela. So I really wasn't that much time in Mexico. Yeah, it was a short time, but we needed to preach first temple in South America was Caracas. Today it's impossible, really difficult. But at that time, it was three fifty per dollar. Today, I don't know what it is. Venezuela, you know, it's... Yeah. Communism is against Krishna consciousness. Capitalism tolerates it. <laughs> so, you know, it's not a great, none of them are really great, but uh, capitalism a little better because they tolerate us. So all over the world, uh, Krishna consciousness grew and Prabhupada was going all over the world. From 65 when he first came on the ship, it's September 1st, 1965 to 14th of November in India and Vrindavan. I was there when he left the world. Just come there ten days before he left. Um, Prabhupada's mercy. And Vilayananda Rameshwar's mercy. Rameshwar told me, I'll give you the whole ticket. And then five minutes later he says, I can't give you anything. What? <laughs> That's not possible. You're gonna give me half. <sighs> All right, half. So the other half I went to Alice Coltrane, who I did some music with and records. And she was sweet, Turiya Sangitananda, Alice Coltrane, uh, John Coltrane's wife, in Atanador. I said, I need some money to go to India to visit my teacher. Let's come back tomorrow, see what the Lord says. What do you say? Here's the money, go. So I just had enough, and a few dollars extra, and I was off to India. It was really merciful, very kind. Any other questions? You have any questions? You want to know about Prabhupada or something? Six days. Yeah, yes, no. Sorry. Um, were there any moments that you had with him that were um, um, very instructive for you that you would like 
Yeah, it was constant instruction. Uh, yeah, let me see. Let me see. Let me think back. He was always everything he said was instructing. <laughs> One time, I told him that I had memorized a hundred verses of Bhagavad Gita. And I thought he'd be very happy. He was. I go, oh my God, what have I said? What a fool trying to show off to your spiritual master that you know so many verses. So he saw my head down, depressed. And he looked and he goes, oh, that's good. That's good, but we we have so much potential for memorizing and learning. <laughs> Why hundred verses? So I said yes, brother. Um, one time he came to my wife was a fighter, and then I learned to fight too. So. We had made obeisance. Prabhupada finished this morning walk and he's coming up and he sees me. He asked me, are you still fighting? And I go, no. He goes, oh. And he walked. So he knew that. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's getting. Srila uh, Prabhupada always instructed me and how I could be happy and how I could serve Krishna and I don't remember anything right now unfortunately because but I, it's coming up. Later on I'll remember, oh my God, why didn't I tell him this or why didn't I tell him that? But Prabhupada was always so merciful and so kind. Believe me, uh, it's not because I'm his disciple but he was Always very much, you know, you feel his presence. You can never forget him ever. He's just full of love and full of, <coughs> full of knowledge. And most of all, he's full of mercy. Very kind hearted. You couldn't do it. Say, okay, that's all right. So he was always like, according to whatever level we could approach Krishna and whatever level we could, he would say, that's nice. Instead of discouraging us and telling us how bad we were, and how rotten a devotee, he could say, but he never said. He only saw the good in us. And we could only see his greatness and his love all the time. Full of kindness, you know, like you feel that love and that, like a like. To be honest, uh, you know, as hard as it is to love, I love my mother, I love my father, but I love Prabhupada more than anything. I don't always act that way. Believe me, I could be far away from. But there's no one in my life who's influenced me more. And my mother took a back seat. She knew Prabhupada number one. Prabhupada is special in your life. And he, she uh, very much appreciated Prabhupada for everything he did for us. Got off drugs. Wow. I was just smoking marijuana, but he, you know, you don't have, 
it's something if you take initiation, then you have to live up to the principles. And if you don't take initiation, then, you know, so you do what you can do. That's all. Try to do what you can do. Any other question? I was just wondering if he um, was always on two or three hours of sleep. And oh. it's like, is this a man that constantly felt like he had to be awake for everybody? Or did he take his own self time? Well, from 1966 to 12 years, how many books did he uh, translate? Maybe 80, 100 books, four books. Try 25 to 50 letters a day. It's just, it's, you know, you can't even think about all the things. Plus going all over the world constantly. Traveling all over the world. <laughs> he said, I want to live to, to be 100, but he lived to be 82. So... Yeah, we would have loved to have 19 years more. But anyway, we have the essential part of him, which are his teachings and his love for, for God. And he was always very open. He said, all the different religions are wonderful. There are many, many great persons everywhere. Of course, that made him greater in our eyes, that he would recognize other people for their devotion and work, spiritual work. But he felt Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. And Bhagavad Gita is his words. And one who studies the Gita will find that. I was born a Catholic. Uh, we have here some Krishna. Krishna. We have Krishna. Krishna. Christian. Yeah. Yes, I remember. <laughs> and so there are many, uh, there are many different faiths and, and people didn't believe in God. But we've all come together to serve God. All different religions, and some didn't have religions, but we're all together, working together to preach and to teach Krishna consciousness by Prabhupada's grace. And his spiritual master, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, he said, oh my God, another great person, way. He inspired Prabhupada. And his spiritual master, and it goes back 5,300 years to Lord Krishna, without unbroken. So it'll break up towards the end of this yuga, Kali Yuga, a little before. But uh, we have the opportunity now, and, and we're all getting blessed for it. So everyone, whatever way you can partake in Krishna consciousness, do that. That would be one nice. Thank you so much for uh, working together, helping together, and coming tonight. I really appreciate it from my heart. I wish you all the very best in your lives. You can only wish the best for them, all of you, in your spiritual life. And your... may Prabhupada bless all of you, and me too. I want to bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Because Prabhupada was always, you know, everyone, the big sannyasis, and you know, the, they would all be around Prabhupada. But I would sneak in. Oh, yes.
So he was very kind. He's always very merciful. And if you search for him, he would find you or you'd find him. You know, so it's very nice and loving. So thank you so much. Uh, any other question, comment? If not, we'll just go to Kirtan and uh, we'll do another Kirtan. Would that be good? Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. These devotees uh, brought me here and take care of me. So, all of you, thank you so much for all your care and love. When we come to Tucson, we come with the happiness of meeting all of you again. And every year we come and see you and your lovely lady.